it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. show my name is Casey Rob is here and you know we've been talking about this situation with Larry Sinclair how he has come out and he has said that he gave $250 to Barack Obama to go buy cocaine and how Barack Obama was smoking crack and Larry Sinclair claims that he performed oral sex on Barack Obama and now there's this interview with Larry Sinclair on Tucker on X and it's come out during all of this that at one point whitehouse.com not .gov .com offered Larry Sinclair $100,000 to take a polygraph test a lie detector test and he did do that he took the polygraph test he actually challenged Barack Obama to take one as well which I believe he has not done but in the polygraph test it was indicated deception so I thought okay let's get an expert on polygraphs and lo and behold we have a guy or in this case a girl and I would love to introduce you but unfortunately we can't do that can we I don't believe we can and why is it that we can't uh, tell everybody who we're talking to so essentially, I'm still in uh, working with the federal government. I have a background in federal law enforcement, and I have to keep my identity um, sort of undercover due to the type of work and the cases that I still work and the agencies that I work for. Okay, but you are an expert in polygraphs, is that correct? I am. I am. So I started my career back in 2010 in federal law enforcement. And in 2014, I actually went to the Federal Polygraph School, which is approximately four months. It's a master's program, and we get our graduate study, our certificate in graduate study. Um, worked all types of cases from counterterrorism to counterintelligence, criminal operations and investigations. Um, I conducted the pre-employment or the full-scope lifestyle polygraphs that you hear about. I've worked in Internet crimes against children. I've worked in overseas operations and investigations. And about three years ago, I left my agency to go out on my own. And now I do consulting and run exams for the greater federal government. So mm-hmm. that's sort of my background. And I would consider myself a SME in polygraph, yes. So here's the question. What do you look at when you're conducting a polygraph test? It's not what we see on TV, is it? Not, not at all. In fact, I have a very difficult time watching polygraph portrayed on television. Um, it, it's, and I think most people that you know come into my room and that I polygraph, they find it extremely different than what they see on television. Um, so kind of setting up, if this were my case, and I would consider this sort of a, a criminal type of case, or that's how I would kind of look at it, I would look at the case facts first. So you sort of look at the case facts, get all of that laid out. And then one of the biggest things that we look for, we call it test question construction. Mm -hmm. And that's probably one of the most difficult 
parts of our job. And so essentially what that means is you have to look at the case facts and come up with questions that the, we'll call it examinee, the person taking the test, they are not able to rationalize out of. And in my experience, when I've looked at um, former polygraphs and I've consulted on some cases, Sometimes the examiners, maybe they're not as experienced or don't have as much experience in polygraph, that the questions are not constructed correctly. And there is some wiggle room to to get out of them. Um, So that's the first thing that we look at. We want to make sure that we have good questions and that they're not able to rationalize out of them. So Larry Sinclair, who was on the Tucker show, this is the guy who's claiming that uh, he smoked crack with Barack Obama back in 1999. He also performed oral sex on Barack Obama. He took a polygraph test. And you said that you can't wiggle out of these things. It's it's not like a uh, Seinfeld episode. It's not a lie if you believe it is do people think they can lie their way out of a polygraph or or they can pass it if they just convince themselves that they're telling the truth yes you would be surprised the individuals that actually have committed terrible crimes that they are so arrogant and um so full of themselves that they do think that they can pass it so i used to teach polygraph as well to some other federal agencies out there, kind of a polygraph 101 course. And essentially, I described polygraph as a tool. Polygraph is a tool to gather more information or to gain a confession. However, the polygraph is only as good as its operator. And I would compare it to um, like my husband's drill. Now, the drill, it's a fantastic drill. When I try to use the drill, I don't do really well with it. Now, it doesn't mean the drill is bad. It just means I'm not a really good operator. So the polygraph is only as good as its operator. Okay, so you're talking about the operator of the polygraph test. And this all comes down because we're trying to figure out if Larry Sinclair is telling the truth or not. And he was administered this polygraph test years ago. And the person who did it was Edward Gelb. And this guy, uh, he used to be the president of the American Polygraph. Association. He was the chairman of the board. He's done many nationally seen polygraph tests on Entertainment Tonight, Geraldo Rivera, CNN, Larry King Live. Uh, but he did claim that he had a PhD in front of the Supreme Court at one point, and it has been revealed that he never earned a doctoral degree from any accredited university. So in this case, do we believe the guy who was given the polygraph, or do we we believe the guy who was administering the polygraph? Great questions, right? And and I certainly don't know Edward Gelb's complete background. Um, I do find it a little interesting that he claimed to have a PhD and didn't have one. So that's my first point that kind of makes me scratch my head a little bit. And maybe this is not such a great operator of the polygraph. Um, and I'm not certain what school he graduated from. It, from sort of looking at his background, it looked like he maybe attended, you know, a state polygraph school. Um, but it doesn't appear to me that he went to a federal, the federal polygraph school, which we refer to as the Harvard of polygraph school. Mm-hmm. Here's why this is important. A federal polygraph examiner is, we go to almost a full uh, 
uh, four-month course. We live there for four months, and we have to get continuing education hours, um, 80 hours every two years. So we have to keep up on those. We are governed very um, strictly by by guidelines and policies. We have second-level quality control measures in place. Um, so we are highly governed. Now, a local law enforcement or someone who goes to just a state polygraph school, if they want to become a federal polygraph examiner, they have to go all the way back through our school as well to become a federal polygraph examiner. So that sort of gives you a little bit of an indication as to how highly trained we are compared to the state schools or um, some local law enforcement. Not to say there aren't some great examiners out there. I just know our procedures, our policies are really governed, and we are highly trained on all of this. We get, and the continuing education, um, you know, is in the different techniques out there. And a lot of times these other individuals are not kept up on the latest things and don't have that continuing education that it takes. Um, to conduct these. So his background is questionable to me, for sure. Okay, so when Larry Sinclair, who is the guy who was saying that he smoked crack cocaine with Barack Obama and performed oral sex on him, and it is the subject of the latest uh, Tucker Carlson show on X, formerly Twitter, he his polygraph test says that it indicated deception. What does mm-hmm. that say to you? Okay, so we use the words, um, so there are three types of results you can get from a polygraph. One would be deception indicated, and that means that this person failed the exam. In layman's terms, that means you failed the exam. Mm-hmm. The other way it could go would be no deception indicated. That means you passed the polygraph, mm-hmm. again, in layman's terms. Now, there's this area that we call um no, um, no opinion or inconclusive, um, that would mean that the examiner could not get the examinee to go one way or the other. Now, that means we didn't do our jobs as examiners. That's where we don't want to go in a criminal exam or a specific issue exam, what we would call this specific issue. Um, so for me, hearing deception indicated would mean he failed the polygraph. So that means that he lied, right? Correct. Okay. When we're watching and hearing about Larry Sinclair and his claims about Barack Obama, we just have to know that he was given a polygraph. He was paid to do it, but he failed it, which means he lied at some point during the test. So that that's what I'm seeing. That's that's the reporting that I'm seeing. Now, let me play devil's advocate over here. Yeah. Depending on the um, examiner who conducted the examination, their experience, their background, their credentials, the questions they asked. I could not give a good answer to you unless I actually saw the results of the polygraph, the charts. We call them the, the charts. Mm-hmm. I saw the questions that were asked, and I saw the examiner's credentials. That's when I could give my professional opinion as if this would be credible results or that, yes, we can really count on this. And I will tell you, the polygraph is highly reliable. I would say probably 85% reliable when you have a good examiner and someone that is very experienced conducting the exam. We have a federal polygraph examiner on the line with us. Would love to identify her, but we cannot do that at this point. Last question for you. Uh, What do you say to people who say that polygraph tests are junk science? 
Yeah, I, 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 that's a tough question. Uh, I'll tell you, it's and, and it, it is it insult. It's very insulting, especially mm-hmm. if they they knew our background and what we go through and the training. And it really is a science. And I would say be open minded. I've had skeptics talk to me, and after I go over everything with them and talk to them about a science and their physiology and all the things that we look at, they are. I think their minds are are definitely changed. So be open-minded. These polygraphs work. When you have a good polygraph examiner, especially highly trained federal polygraph examiners, trust the process, trust the charts, um, be open-minded. It's not trash science. It's people who kind of go out there and bash polygraph are the ones that maybe didn't get their dream job or they sat in the chair and they actually had something to hide and they didn't do well. So they love to go out there and bash polygraph. They have some sort of ax to grind. So I say, you know, talk to a federal polygraph examiner, ask questions, mm-hmm. uh, don't dismiss it as junk science. I will tell you, I've spent my entire career, I believe in it wholeheartedly. Um, I've gotten some great confessions um, on some major cases, um, and I've also cleared people's names, which is a, uh, a great day for me as well. So. This is all fascinating stuff. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time, and uh, I guess it's interesting, uh, you know, when it comes to this Larry Sinclair claims, uh, what you want to believe, just uh, look through all of it. It is Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC.